That's Retro Fandango. That's Retro Fandango. When it's Android over iPhone, and you can keep your stupid amiibo and always bashing on Nintendo. But that's Retro Fandango. That's Retro Fandango. Thanks, Retro Fandango. Hello and welcome everyone to Retro Fandango episode 189. I am Kevin, a.k.a. Buried on Mars. I'm here with my buddy Richard, a.k.a. Rambox Comedy. Hello. Uh, Before we get started, I got a question for you, Richard. Absolutely. Uh, Recently, within the last couple of weeks, I saw the dumbest movie I have ever seen in my life. Not the worst. So you mentioned that, yes. Not the worst, the dumbest. Mm -hmm. Do you want to talk about it? At the end of the show, because it is a newer movie on... I have, you haven't seen it, right? It's, uh, I don't care. After you mention it, I did peek at it just to read the synopsis, and I really don't care. So it's fine by me. Okay. So at the, at the end of this episode, because it is a new movie, and there is some twist action in there, <gasps> we'll save it for the end. I'll save it for the end. Just in case anyone out there wants to see, we'll do a spoiler talk about the dumbest movie I've ever seen. Ryan's up for it. He's ready. He's good to go. He's been here. He was here before either of us. Mm. I I forgot to send you an invite. I was sitting here. I'm like, where's Richard? Oh, I guess I should send him an invite. I was just waiting. Um, Okay. Let's do the twist. (laughs) Cartridge Club is playing Horizon Zero Dawn this month. I put the game into my PS4 Pro, and it started making that stupid noise where anytime I put a disc in there, it just goes... I got a busted PS4, so I took it out, and I'm like, oh. So much for that. Unless I buy it digitally, or I I was just buy it on the PC. Are the PS4s known for... For that problem? No, I, I just, when I buy a Sony product, I always get the lemon. Uh, Whatever well, it is. Like, they, it's this guy. Everyone else, they buy a PS, whatever. They buy TVs, they buy whatever. Fine. They're good. I buy something Sony, it's immediate crap. I get the lemon out of there. And it always waits until it's like past whatever warranty, whatever I can bring it back. It's clever. Two too. days later. Yeah. <laughs> no, 90 days at least. Mm. Hey, look, we got Duke here. We got Rocket Sauce hey, here. Duke. That's it. That's all we need for a show. Uh, RF Gen is playing, not Phantom Dust, they are playing the Shinobi games on the Genesis. Uh, they're playing Shadow Dancer, Revenge of Shinobi, and Shinobi 3 Return of Ninja Master. And. Uh, beat the Bandy. They finally settled on a game. Bandy settled mm-hmm. on a game, and he chose Sequest, my favorite Atari 2600 game of all time. Now, I, I saw that uh, Duke already put up, like, I don't know, five or six scores that I will never be able to even imagine reaching. But my personal goal with the game was to get over 100,000 points, because I've never gotten over 100,000 points in... Uh, uh, Sequest before. And I'm pleased to announce, ladies and gentlemen, I'm pleased to announce that I did, in fact, get 100,000 points in Sequest. Ooh, look at you. Last night. It's it's true. Maybe I should uh, call it the, the image here. 
Google photos. <laughs> Come on. I was uh, surprised to see that because I personally I'd never heard of this game before. What? Uh, I, I have no recollection of ever playing it. Uh, my Atari uh, uh, experience was limited to the games that my uncle had. Uh, like he, That was the first console ever played. 105,390 points. That's right. Bravo. Where does this rank uh, compared to Duke's scores? I, I think he... Oh, he, he just answered it right there. I'm at 246,130. Duke takes I, this stuff pretty seriously. It took it took me everything to get to 100,000 because once it gets to 80,000, that's where it starts to get really fast and you got three fish going by instead of one or two and I yeah 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 I I never played this game at least I have no memory of playing it I would actually be pretty shocked if I look through my Atari games and and found it in there because I just never remember playing this before well it wasn't a game that I played as a kid I was just collecting all the Activision games for the Atari 2600 and that was one of them and I just started just playing it one day, and I'm like, "Something you like? Yeah. This, this is excellent. This is an excellent, underrated gem of a game." I, you always hear about, um, oh, like what are the always like Pitfall and uh, Yars Revenge? You know, those are always like high up on the one and two. Uh, but this to me was just just as good, if not better. And uh, I like. Yeah, it. I I had to um, I had to search for the realm. And then I finally got a chance to play it. And yeah, th- this is a really fun, fast-paced game. I Before I put it in, I just went online and looked it up because I was unfamiliar with it. And I started reading the instructions, and it made no sense at all to me just reading the instruction booklet. It was like, you know, you got to shoot the, the, the sharks and the submarines. You got to rescue divers. But if you go to the surface, it's going to cost you a diver. You should only go when your oxygen level is low, but you have to go when you have six divers and it like, it made no sense to me after like five seconds of playing. It was like, Oh, okay. Yeah. The <laughs> I only don't think I've ever that, read the instructions. <laughs> the only thing that um, didn't make sense to me at first is like, I'd reach the surface and I would just explode. Like what's yeah. going on here. Right. It's like, Oh, you have to sacrifice a diver every yeah. single time you go to the yeah. surface. How that, equates into the game i have no idea but well so every so every time you go to the surface the uh fish advance right to a more difficult stage right Mm -hmm. and the fish are kind they're on a a loop where you have you know one fish that goes by and then two fish that goes by and then two and they change different colors like so they become a little bit more faster and then there's two with a little bit of space and eventually you get three right Mm -hmm. and the goal is is once it gets really fast is to get through those three stages as fast as you can so grab a diver go up let the three and so it goes back resets back down to one so the game Mm -hmm. can be really fast right but it's reset to just one fish and you can move around so that's why they have the diver there uh, so you have to have a diver. If you don't, you lose a life because right. then you could just go up and down, you know, right, constantly right, right. and just reset it back. You can just skip those three fish levels. So mm-hmm. everything, I think everything in the game is is really laid out very well. Like it's well thought out. The only thing that, 
that kind of sucks is that submarine that goes by on the top. So you can't just stay at the top, yeah, right? Yeah, that happened to me. And when your tank fills up, the submarine continues, right? right? It doesn't stop and wait for you to fill up and go down. So you have to strategically decide where you're going to put that submarine up the mm-hmm. top. You can't just go up top anywhere because that submarine, the, the other boat or whatever it is up there is just going to run into you and, and you're going to lose a life. Why they did that, I don't know. I could not. I can't figure that part out. Yeah, I'm sure somebody, if you've never played the game, too, no somebody got too good at it, so they threw that little thing at them. Maybe, maybe. Uh, but yeah, it's a really fun game. Uh, I, I'm, I'm going to do my best with it, but I'm not uh, even going to try to compete with these scores that are up there. I'm just going to give myself my own little personal goal, just like you did. Yeah. Well, and then I was happy. I was happy with that. Because I, I technically did beat the bandy because he set his record was seventy thousand, right? So he's like, that's the benchmark. That's what you got to beat seventy thousand. So I did that, and then I beat my own personal goal. So, you know, double good. So I did send a, a spider to uh, Duke's uh, house to try to take him out, but it didn't work. A spider. Yeah. What did I miss? He posted a photo of a spider the other day. It was this big, mean, menacing. Oh, oh, right, 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 right. <laughs> I didn't realize yeah, we, we got spiders like that all over around here. We used I'm to have these uh, big dock spiders at, at my grandmother's cottage. They were huge. Big yeah, we get ones that, um, I don't know what they're called, but they're these big brown spiders. And they can get as, like, as big as your hand, like the leg span. I'll see if I can get a shot of one next time I come across one well i'm glad you brought up something that you didn't know what it was called because i got a little game for you oh as you know this technically i guess in some ways is our anniversary september is when we started ah the show i don't know exactly what day or what year (laughs) was it 2013 or 14 Get out of here. Has it been that long? Yeah, because I think the Cartridge Club started in 13, and we started a year after. Are we seven years into this? Yeah. And we outlasted them all, baby. Mm-hmm. Outlasted them all. Well, at least the important one we outlasted. <laughs> hey, look at that. Happy anniversary. Well, happy anniversary to you, sir. And so we basically have been talking back and forth for so many years. And we just keep saying the same things. Well, let's see how much you've been paying attention to what I've been saying. Because I got a list of Canadian <laughs> slang here, and I'm going to quiz you on Canadian slang. Wheelhouse. See if you know what it means. I, wheelhouse, I don't think it's a Canadian thing. I think it is a baseball thing. Because it seems like everyone in baseball says wheelhouse. I don't know. That's the only word that I think I've learned in the past 10 but years. It's, it's funny because a lot of these words I don't even think are Canadian, but apparently they are Canadian. So uh, what is, uh, here's the first one. What is chirping? Chirping. Chirping. Uh, um, chirping, to the best of my knowledge, is just um, like speaking... Uh, about like inane topics, complaining. <laughs> Is that what we do? No, that, that's Our what I do. Yeah. <laughs> we should probably should change the name of the show to Chirping. Then, if that's what it is. Chirping Fandango. No, it's like um, 
busting chops, basically. I'm just chirping you. Just chirping you. Uh, uh, yeah. Or if you're okay. if you're bugging like uh especially it's especially in hockey, like when you're when you're uh calling out like a player or something like that, like that it's more like a hockey thing, but people will just say I'm just chirping you. I didn't even know that was a Canadian thing. All right. Well, hey, I, we got two Americans in the chat here. I need some backup on this. You guys chime in. Uh, what about clicks? What are clicks? Uh, click as in like your your little group, the people you hang out with, no, people you associate with. It's a quick way to say kilometers. So we say. Oh, okay. Ten yeah. clicks away. I always thought that was a, a military thing. I always hear it in I, movies. I, apparently, it's a Canadian thing. I, I don't know. Yeah, see, look, Brian's saying group of people. It's your click. <laughs> well, that, that also means that, but... Well, then, uh, then I'm right. What is, what is Cowtown? Cowtown? Yeah. Is it where all, like, the fat people live or something? <laughs> no, it's uh, Calgary, Alberta. Right. Cowtown. Uh, darts? This it means something other than darts. Yeah, you go outside and smoke a dart. Hey, you want to go outside for a dart? I didn't even know that was Canadian, but it's a cigarette. Go outside for a cigarette. Wisconsin Cowtown. <laughs> Wisconsin. Uh, Wisconsin. Okay, here's here's one. A double double. What's a double double? Is it food related? Yeah. Okay. Double double. Um, oh, I'm, I'm going to take a guess on this. Uh, two sugars, two creams. You are 100 percent correct. If I had my soundboard here, I'd, I'd give you a, a ding. I don't uh, even drink coffee. This isn't even on the. Uh, is it on the list? No, it's not. But I'll give you. I'll give you a bonus. Uh, what's a 99? Oh, or sorry. Shoot, I think I spoiled it. What's a Wayne Gretzky? 99. <laughs> Wayne Gretzky, <laughs> if you order a Wayne Gretzky at Tim Hortons, so a double double is two creams, two sugars. If you order a Wayne Gretzky, they give you nine creams and nine sugars. Get and out of here. I was going to say like 99% go, milk or something. Go on, I don't know, any of those social media sites. Just look up, you know, uh, YouTube. It's probably some videos on YouTube where people what, order what did, 99. What did so Chief O'Brien order? His Ractagino double sweet, double something? I don't remember. But I, you, there's people that have ordered it, and it's just cream and sugar, and then they just pour a little bit of coffee on top. No one can drink it. Double but, light, double sweet. Yeah. Like that. You should order a, a Chief O'Brien. Uh, a freezy. What's a freezy? Uh, again, is this food related? Yes. All right. My first instinct says some sort of ice cream. Um, I get a lot of support in the comments here. This delay is killing us. Um, I don't know. It's uh, what you would call in the States a popsicle. Oh, that makes sense. Okay. We call them freezies. I can accept that. Uh, Pop. That's the next one, right? Pop is a soda. No, because no, because a lot half of America says pop. It's only like I part suppose. of America that says so. Yeah, they had a weird part up by Canada. Uh, how about a git? A git? Git? No, gitch. Get your gitch on. Gitch. 
Get your gitch on so we can get out of here. Gitch. This helps if you use it in a sentence. Well, I'm helping you out here because so far you got no points. Oh, no, you got one point. Oh, I got one. You got one point. Double. That's right. I better write this down. You got one point. Yeah. But you get. Go get your gitch on. Gitch. Gitch. Get get your gitch on. You're in the house. You got to get your gitch on. Uh, it's singular, so I'm going to assume it's not shoes. People don't wear watches anymore. Uh, gitch, get, get your gitch. Uh, I don't know. What kind of crazy thing is a gitch? It's uh, your underwear. What? <laughs> I didn't even know that was Canadian. We always said get your gitch on. Are these all things that you say? Yeah, we like, were just watching the leaders debate last night and there was a guy that had like some something hanging in the background. And I asked her, does he have his gitch hanging in the background? But it was there were some blankets. It looked like gitch. OK, what is uh, homo milk? Do people say they got an itch in their gitch? No, nope, you'd be the first. All right. What What is homo milk? I'll be careful how you answer this one. Oh, homogenized. You got two points, sir. Mm. But apparently you guys in the States don't say homo milk. You say whole milk. Whole milk. You say whole milk. I, I say mighty Q dogs on board. So trivia master. In the South, they say Coke. They case Coke. They case Coke. <laughs> You're on my team, Eric. Help me out. Uh, well, you wouldn't call like they even call. I don't know. A Sprite Coke. Yeah. Uh, soda. Uh, what's Coke a keener? Coke. What is a keener? Keener with, with a K. That guy's such a keener. Ah, uh, keener, keener. Um, well, it doesn't sound very nice. Sounds like you're complaining. Keener, keener. Can can you give me a fictional character who you would describe as a keener? Uh, Starscream. Well. I'm, no, he's not really. Stars? No, uh. <laughs> Can, is like like a suck up? Or yeah, a... so, yeah, you got it. Oh, you got it. A All keener, right. a brown noser. All right, brown that's three. Nose. Keener, because because uh, like the, he he's in your keister. He's a keener. I'm trying to make sense of this stuff. I don't know. Uh, keen, because he's keen to please the boss. Keen to please. Yeah. The boss. Yeah, I guess. Yeah. Uh, kerfuffle. Kerfuffle. Uh, uh, a to do. Uh, a problem situation. Yep. Uh, yeah. Happens, a small fuss. A fuss. A commotion yeah. to a full blown hockey fight. Uh, is that uh, Canadian origin? I've heard the term before. According to this uh, website, it is. Uh, what about a loony or a toonie? Those are coins, but I don't know enough about your currency to know what denomination. I'll, I'll give you the point. I'd give you two points if you knew what uh, denomination they were. But a loony like- is is a dollar because mm-hmm. there is an image of a loon on the coin, the dollar coin. Okay. And then when they came out with a $2 coin, they put two polar bears on it, but we just called it a toonie, even <laughs> though there's no loons on it. We just, for the heck of it, called it. Power of the people. Here's here's one that I had no idea that was is Canadian. A Mickey. 
a Mickey, like, yeah. like uh, when you slip something in somebody's drink. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I don't think that's Canadian. I think this. It's just a thin boss. Because so didn't in Seinfeld didn't, 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 didn't they try to slip him a Mickey in Seinfeld? No. <clears throat> I went to uh, Disney Disneyland as a kid. Uh, Mickey Mouse came over to our table. My uncle was like, "Hey, slip me a Mickey," and Mickey gave him a, like <laughs> wave his finger at him. <laughs> yeah, so that's not Canadian. This is. Uh, what about a parkade? Parkade. Parkade. Is 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 what it sounds like? Tell me what it sounds like. Uh, well, a combination of arcade and either <laughs> parking your automobile <laughs> or, <clears throat> or sit down arcade. Um, park parkade. Well, in, in Japan, an arcade is like a covered shopping area. So it can be like a completely different thing. Like a park slash shopping area. Um Parkade. Can you use Parkade. it in a sentence? Uh, it's across the street from the parkade. <laughs> is is it a parking garage or a parking lot? Public it's a parking, parking garage. Yep, you mm. got it. You got it. I don't know why it's called a parkade, but it is. Just uh, make it sound more exciting. <laughs> you're still pumping quarters into a machine. Yeah. This, this uh, you got to know this one probably just from listening to all gen gamers because they would go on about this all the time. Poutine. Well, that's the name of a dish: the potatoes and gravy with yep. cheese and all that. Yep, you got it. You got it. All that's right. not slang. That's just a a dish. <laughs> uh, <laughs> Always with the Simpsons. I prefer car hole. Right. <laughs> oh, garage, garage. Uh. Okay, here's a couple of hockey ones. A puck bunny. Puck bunny. I don't watch hockey. Uh, somebody who goes chasing, hopping after a puck? No, it is a, a groupie that's after hockey players. Oh, okay. Those exist? Yeah. Groupies oh, that yeah. are after those big, bruised up. There are girls that spend <laughs> all day at the, at the rink. Waiting for waiting a guy to, to one one of their favorite hockey players to take him away. Uh, what about a rink rat? Sounds like the same thing. It isn't. Is uh, that your answer? <laughs> um, is this the, like the the male equivalent of a, a puck bunny? It's a person who spends all their time at the rink, either playing hockey or not. Like a mall rat or a rink rat. Yeah. 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 Okay. Uh, runners. Runners. Use it in a sentence, please. Uh, if we're going to the mall, make sure to bring your runners. Sneakers? Yeah. You got it. All right. You got it. Uh, I'm guessing well, we're going I alphabetically. I think I just tuned into this. Uh, well, yeah, I'm just kind of... I'm skimming through this, too. There's a lot more here, but a lot of them is just kind of dumb. Uh, a Timbit. Tin-bit. Tim. T-I-M-B-I-T. Tim Timbit. Bit. Does this have to do with Tim Hortons? Yes. Timbit. Can you use it in a sentence, or is that too telling? Uh, make sure to get me a few Timbits with my coffee. 
Oh, I think Ryan just nailed it. Is it a donut hole? It is, yes. Hey, no cheating there, chat. Come on. Hey, what? They're on my team. You're not supposed to help him. Team right. USA. You're doing pretty way. good, though. Uh, you know this one. A toque. Uh, it's your, your ski cap. That's right. Okay. No point. See, I told uh, you that wasn't real English. That's your Canadian slang. It doesn't matter. It's the proper way to, to call a hat. It's wrong with the hat. We invented it, so there you go. I think. I don't know. Well, you need it, don't you? Okay, what is a two four? Two by four? Is that your final answer? Well, put it in a sentence for me and I'll let you know. Did you bring the two fours? It's hard, it's hard it's hard to think of my, something that wouldn't my second guess would have been like a, a like a two for one sale offer like a two for one? no no a two uh, four is a, a case of beer because there's 24 beers that come in a case of beer so it's called a two four i see duke was on my line of thinking two for one two for one no uh and finally you got to know what this is finally uh the washroom Oh, God. What do you say in, in, in Canada? Is it a water closet? Is it a loo? Um, no, that's in England. Washroom. Powder room. Uh, it's another word for toilet. <laughs> Restrooms. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's, a, it's, a, it's a, the bathroom. As they say in the States, the bathroom. Or the loo. Or the toilet, as they say in England. So it's a wash. Yeah. All right. I'll give you that one. All right. So you didn't do too bad. You got uh, 13 points. 13 points out 13. of... I don't know. How many did I ask you? <laughs> there you go. Well, I, I, I feel as if you're listening to me now. I, I don't know that you have said any of these terms in the past. Uh, possibly wheelhouse, but I don't think you've ever said puck bunny or or <laughs> rat rink or whatever else i think i said puck bunny i think puck bunnies come up uh well at least i learned something today and you're not gonna believe this i got my own trivia i got my own what? trivia what? all lined up what? it is not a desperate attempt to increase ratings and listenership and participation i just happen to have this but it, it was um, it was set up that I would do it if we had audience participation because it would be you against the audience. Oh, so I, I Duke definitely falls in line with being someone who could challenge you on this. Possibly, Eric. I don't know about Ryan though, because this is a sci-fi trivia. Look at us with the so, trivia. Goodness, that's well, totally unplanned. If you never... wanna, if you wanna go for this, while we still have people in the chat, sure, let's do it. Already, <laughs> all right. So, what? How's this gonna? How's it work? We're waiting for the chat to the, answer first. Uh no, it's just you versus the chat. If you don't get it, they have the chance to to jump okay. right in. All right. So whoever gets it first. Okay. Now this is <clears throat> um. Science fiction ships and vessels. 
could be okay. uh, television, movies, video games. It's just the name of a vessel, and all you got to do is tell me the franchise that it's from. Okay. The first couple are extremely easy. In fact, the first one is so easy, I'm not even going to ask the question. What's the answer? Star Trek. Absolutely. That was right. number one. You got what, what one was, point. What was it? The, the Enterprise? The USS Enterprise. Okay. Sure. Okay. Here we go. Uh, the TARDIS. Oh, Doctor Who. Oh, look at you. Two points already. The Millennium Falcon. Star Wars. Although I don't think that is science fiction. That is science fantasy. Sci-fi fantasy. It's, it's fantasy. We're not, we're not, we're not splitting hairs here. All right. Ah, uh, but Duke. Oh, you're falling behind, Duke. I thought you were going to get the Star Wars one. I well, he's on, a, he's, he's on a gonna... bit of a delay. So. Yeah, but I figure he would just be <laughs> pounding the keys, typing oh. in Star Wars, Star Wars, Star Wars. See, look at that. Even Ryan got it before Duke. Duke's busy playing Sequest. That's probably. Hmm. All right. Um, those were the super easy ones. Now you're going to okay. get. You might have to think about these for a second or two. Uh, the USCSS Nostromo. Oh, it's Battlestar Galactica. Incorrect. Oh. Whoever gets it first, you can answer as many times as you want, but I think somebody else will uh, get this before you. Is it Alien? Oh, look at that. Duke, Duke gets it. it. All right, one for the chat. Duke, or uh, I'm going to write chat. Nostromo. Um, the Nostromo, yes. I always the, called it Mother. I always just thought the ship was Mother. Yeah, that was the AI on board. Yeah, I know. But when I was a kid, that's what I thought the ship was, was named. That's true. Uh, the Eagle 5. Eagle 5? No idea. Yeah. I wish we had that uh, Jeopardy TikTok. Guys, the interface? I don't know what that means. That's an alien thing? Guy. (laughs) I don't know any guy in alien. I know Dallas. Spaceballs? Oh, Duke got it. What what was the what was the The Eagle Five? That was the name of Lone Star's Winnebago. It was? When when they're crashing into the planet, I think that's the only time he says it. Like Eagle Five going down or something. Oh, I thought he was like, I don't know, doing a Star Wars quote. Well, I, the only other option was to list the Spaceball One. And I thought that was a little, <laughs> that would, uh, yeah, that a would little obvious. You know? All right. Um, oh, I got to mark that down there. Okay. Um, this one, I don't know if you're going to get. The Ark. <sighs> that sounds familiar. I think Duke's going to grab this one, too. Um, he meant to say that, that mother is the interface, right? One more time, the arc. It sounds familiar, but I, I don't know it. If Steven Eider were here, he'd get it. Oh, Steven Eider? That's uh, that's a clue. Lux? Lex? <laughs> or, no. What's what's his other thing? The Conjuring? Who's talking about the conjuring? All right, I'm gonna call time. The Ark is the ship that brought the Autobots to Earth in Transformers. Okay, so no one got that. Uh, Next, the Serenity. Uh, That's um. Oh, you don't have Frank Costanza. 
<laughs> you don't have to buzz in, Eric. You can just say it. Whoever gets it first. Did you know that one? Oh, uh, he said he said Transformers. All right, I'll give him yeah. that Transformers. Oh, Duke says Firefly, and Duke is correct. What is what was the th- Serenity? Serenity. I didn't know that was the name of their ship. Mm, I never even saw the show. So I watched it once, you. like ten years ago. It's a good show. I liked it. I've heard, and it's only like one season. Yeah, it's only a, a few episodes too. Mm. Uh, next one, Heart of Gold. Neil Young. Keep on searching for heart of gold. No idea. No clue. I'm losing to the chat now. I got all the easy ones. Heart of gold. The Firefly movie is named Serenity. Yeah, I knew the movie was named Serenity, but I didn't know the ship was named Serenity. I can tell you that here. Once again, heart of gold. No clue. No clue. Not hearing anything from the chat. I'm calling time. That is from... The Hitchhiker's Guide to the Galaxy. I read that book too. I never read the book, but I did see the movie. The book is much better. I imagine so. I never read the book when I was a kid. I see it in the bookstore all the time, but I always assumed it was like a like an actual science book. <laughs> like, it, <laughs> no. like it was going to teach me about astronomy and stuff. Yeah. And I was like, I don't want to read that. No, no, no. It's, Had it's... I known it was a story. No, it's Maybe good. The, you know the smiley face on the cover should have given me a clue, but you, you'd like it. It's very uh, Monty Python-ish, like that. Yeah, style I, of I enjoyed parts of the movie. I, I can't say I really liked the movie, but there were things in it that were very funny. Yeah. Uh, here's one I know you're not gonna get: the Roger Young. Didn't he play third base for the Pirates in '83? Quite possibly. Roger Young? Roger Roger Young. Young. It's a very large ship. No, nothing from the chat here. Not seeing any. I'll give you guys an extra two seconds after I call it, just in case. Starship Troopers? Oh, my goodness. Got it. Starship Troopers. I'm getting roasted here. Mm -hmm. Well, this next one, I'll give you a little hint. You guys in the chat are such keeners. (laughs) <laughs> oh look at that duke got it too okay well sorry what was the next one uh this next one we're going back a little bit old that's, okay. that's your clue the jupiter 2 that's not space odyssey is it no but but you but you're uh keep going back I'll give you a hint. This one is somewhat UFO shaped. The Jupiter 2. 2010. Not 2010, no. Uh, uh, The day the Earth stood still. No, incorrect. Mighty Q Dog grabbed it. Lost in space. The old TV show. I've never seen that. I've never seen it. Okay. Um, okay, I gotta mark these. Eric got this one. Eric got this one. Oh, I just been Duke got this one. Duke got this one. Yeah, and I'm gonna count them as a team, but uh, let's see. Uh, next, the NSEA Protector. 
I like this ship. I have no clue. NSEA Protector? The NSEA Protector. Protector. Mm-hmm. This is something I've seen? <laughs> you have seen it, but yeah, you may not have picked up on the name. It's a little nerd detail. You gotta like, pay attention oh, to that. Uh, Baby Yoda's ship. I don't know. Baby Yoda's got a spaceship? I don't know. It floats <laughs> around in something. All right. I'm calling time. Uh, that is from Galaxy Quest. That is oh, the, the ship from the Galaxy Quest. Damn. Damn. All right. Next one. UNSC Pillar of Autumn. Oh, gears are turning. You've heard this. Yeah. It's not Mass Effect, is it? You didn't do any like video game stuff or anything, right? You kept it all. I movies? mentioned at the beginning, this is television, movies, and video games. Okay, I'm gonna uh, Pillar of Autumn. Pillar. Oh no, that's uh, Gears of War. Incorrect, oh. but both Duke and Eric have got oh, it before Halo. you. It was from Halo. I knew it was one of those Microsoft shooting games. <laughs> this next one is difficult. I'd be surprised if anybody got it because. I do not remember hearing this name. <clears throat> uh, it has two names. There's the real name, and then there's the, the nickname. Uh, the real name is the Liberty One, nicknamed Icarus. And if you're familiar with the story of Icarus, that would be your clue as to the I'll just tell you straight out, it's from a movie. Flew too close to the sun. Mm -hmm. uh, Red Dwarf. <laughs> Not Red know. Dwarf, no. I don't know. All right, I'm going to call this one because I don't think anyone's going to get it. That is from Planet of the Apes. Oh. Which I'm guessing they mention it in the first, you know, one or Must. two lines of dialogue yeah. when he's doing his recorder. Uh, the USS Sulaco. Sulaco. Uh, I don't know. All right. Calling this one, even though the chat's probably going to chime in. Any Earth final now. conflict. We just talked about that recently, didn't we? I think so. Did they have a show. spaceship on that show? <laughs> yeah. You never saw it. I know, them, I know there were aliens, but, but I never, yeah, I never. I don't know. USS Sulaco. Uh, no, this is from Aliens, the sequel. This oh. is the, the Colonial Marines. Come on, Duke. Where are you, man? Nobody got point on that. Jeez. Next one, USG Ishimura. Ishimura. You know this too. I do? Well, at least it's somewhere in the back of your head. Because I know that you are familiar with this IP. Pacific Rim. Uh, they don't have spaceships in Pacific Rim. <laughs> uh, you should be embarrassed, Duke. It's right up your alley. Dead space. Well, well, actually, yeah, Eric. That's what. It, wow, jeez, you got it. I guess I don't know the ships, the names of the ships very well as I thought I did. Yeah, I thought I would do well. 
Actually, Duke, uh, I think Duke has gone on record saying he didn't really like aliens. What? No, he does. Well, he likes Alien, but then right, Alien came out and he was put off by all the Game Over Man and stuff. What? Took him a while to Come warm on. up to it. Come on, dude. Smart enough. All right. Now, the next one is from a movie, and I know you have seen this movie. So if you don't get this, oh, Duke loves aliens. All yeah, right. What are you talking about? I mean, you should be embarrassed then. Uh, the next one is Axiom. Uh, Axiom Verge. Incorrect. Oh. I don't know. There's only like uh, three more after this. I have no clue. Axiom, Axiom, Axiom is the name of the ship in Wally, one of oh, your God. favorite animated films. I don't think it made, did it make my list? I think it did. Yeah, I haven't. I've only watched it the one time though. Long time ago. Okay, I need to watch three it. more. Uh, Gunstar One. Gunstar Heroes. <laughs> no clue. That was a cheap guess, but no. Gunstar a lazy One. Lazy guess. Is, it's more accurate. Uh, no chat. I think stab right. at it. I'm gonna call that one the last Starfighter. What the hell is that? It's a the 80s movie. thing? I don't think I've ever seen it. Yeah. Excuse me. Okay. Um, the Nebuchadnezzar. Gazootite. No clue. Nebuchadnezzar. No clue. I don't think um, I've ever heard of that. It's a biblical reference, so think about overly heady, we're smarter than we think we are. 2001. No. Space uh, dude, uh, really got it. Oh, the Matrix. The Matrix. They had, they had spaceship the in the Matrix. Matrix. Well, it was Morpheus's ship. That it wasn't really a spaceship, but it was a ship. Sci-fi ship. Boy, there's a lot I forgot about that movie. Um, remember, you know the 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 metal octopus things come at them end no it's the real world threat i only watched it the one time in the theater i've never seen it i haven't seen it really yeah i I didn't really care for it i don't like movies where there's an alternate reality thing i hate it i hate it you don't know if it's real or it's not and that that stuff just bothers me like inception i didn't like Inception. yeah but they they as the film goes on, they nail it like this is what's real and this is what's not real. I, so no, I didn't understand. It's not understand. left ambiguous. I, it, no, it, it goes over my head. I don't get any of that stuff. Oh, you're one of those? Were you one it of just, those people that people, when when someone asks you to see The Matrix and you're like, I think, and then and then they sit there and they're like, okay, let me explain it to you. And then you have to I say, no, I don't want it. I don't need it explained. I don't. I don't care. I just all I looked up was the blue pill, red pill, because people keep saying that, and I don't know what the hell that means. So I had to look that up. And I'm like, oh, okay, if he swallow, I, th- I can't remember what it is either. I got to look it up every time. Yeah, if he swallows them. the red pill, that means he's got reality. If he swallows a blue pill, he can stay in. Um, like he forgets. I forget which bliss. color is which. Well, uh, ignorance, right? Uh, ignorance is bliss. That kind of thing. They're making a new one of those. They got the. Um... The trailer's out now. Matrix 4. Look at this. Rocket Sauce was like, right, Matrix. I didn't like the Matrix. It, uh, my, the guy beside me fell asleep. I'm not kidding. <laughs> he was eating like this huge box of Junior Mints, and he just fell asleep and started snoring right in the middle of the movie. You know what's really strange? 
I don't like dark chocolate and I don't like peppermint, but I love Junior Mints. It's the Seinfeld thing. Yeah. There's something that, that is the ultimate matrix right there. <laughs> Mix those together in the right combination. Yeah. I generally don't Heavenly. like mint and things either. I, anytime there's like mint chocolate. Oh, yeah. Those are refreshing. Mm-hmm. Hey, you know, I saw a commercial. I don't know if it's true for my area, but uh, Seinfeld is going to Netflix oh. as of October 1st. I don't know that that's true in my area, but if it does, I, I'm probably going to sit down and watch them all again. It's probably not true in my area because mm-hmm. there, there's one company that has them locked up, I, I think, but maybe. Who knows? Hmm. Uh, last one, and this one also has a name and a nickname. And here's your big clue. I put this on here specifically for Steven Eider. Uh, original name, Tachi. And then the new name, Rosinante. Lex. No, I, I looked that one up, but the Lex ship is called Lex from oh. what I gathered. So. Oh, that's right. What's his other stupid show that he watches? Oh, the um, the Expanse. You got it. Yay! Right you on. Got it. Look at that. Right on. All right. Um, and that is the only one that you got outside of those softballs <laughs> at the beginning. It's pretty sad. So, I think the chat has this one. Yeah, I think so. I think I got shellacked by the chat. Yeah, I love uh, seeing a ship and knowing the name. Like you know, I, they've got videos on YouTube. I've never watched them, but it's like fictional spaceship comparison, and they have like CGI models of all the ships next to each other, so you can see the different sizes and how how big they're supposed to be. Yeah, that stuff's neat. Yeah, yeah, it's cool to see what fake people built in the fake future. Yeah. Yeah. Someday. Who knows? Oh, I don't know. I don't know if we'll ever get out there. I don't know if we'll last that long. Hmm. I'm in one of those uh, moods where I just don't. I don't think we're gonna last that long. I think. (laughs) I think it's a mess. We can't even get a virus under control. You know, I was thinking about that. I want to say last night uh, about um, the Prime Directive in in. Star Trek, where basically they don't interfere with any pre-warp civilizations. Mm-hmm. But you look at where we are now and how we are a pre-warp civilization. We can't do faster than light travel, but we're pretty, you know, accepting of things. Um, some of us are. <laughs> some of us are. But, you know, if you figured right now, if, you know, some some warp capable civilization was out there, looking down on us, and then there's also a, an asteroid coming straight for us, they're not going to stop it. You know, that, that feels like we're, we're kind of close enough. No, no, I don't think that, like, if they, if they could stop us, stop it without us finding out, they okay, would. yes, yes. Right? But if we were right. aware of the asteroid and it was coming towards us, that that's like that episode where Data's well, talking that, to that little girl thing, like, on the we, planet. That's the thing. We have the ability to know if an asteroid is coming towards us. We'd be yeah, we'd we'd be toast. They wouldn't do anything. Like Picard's just up there, just like "Mm." right. 
And if it was Janeway, gaseous anomaly. If it was Janeway, depending on the episode, she would either save us or let us die. It does because she's inconsistent as a character. But it makes sense because, and it's such that's how ahead of time Star Trek was on some levels. On other levels, they had they had some ways to go with the women and stuff like that. But uh, if you think about it, like look at look at Afghanistan. How many? empires over time have tried to go into Afghanistan and convert the people there into their way of thinking. You know, the British tried it and then the Russians went in and tried it. Uh, Genghis Khan tried it like uh, thousands of years before that. Then finally the United States goes in and tries it and they can't do it because those people know that if they just sit there and wait, eventually the people the in charge will go away. The, the invaders will go away and they can go back to doing what they do because you have to let people come to their own. They, they got to do it on their own. You can't force it to on them. You can't go in and say, Hey, we're going to do this. Can you imagine if in the United States way back when they were a, a British colony, if France came over and said, Hey, guess what we're going to do for you? We're go- if you guys, you know, fight the British, we're going to help you out and we're going to set you all up and everything like that. The United States wouldn't be the United States. It, it just wouldn't have happened. They got to do it on their own. There you go. The Russians <laughs> tried, but they ran into John Rambo. Says Robert oh yeah. Says. There you go. Anyways, that's, I watched that's that not too long ago. I watched the copy that Ryan sent me. Well, I watched a movie that had posts that a character had posters of Rambo on his wall. Oh, is is it time? Sure. Why not? Let's get into okay. it. We've been, it's 50 minutes in already. We better start to get some of this stuff. Spoiler alert, people. So I watched... Uh, uh, well, first of all, I watched some Bette Midler movies. <laughs> which I don't know why, but uh, Disney Plus had Outrageous Fortune and Big Business. And they were both movies that I had on tape as a kid. Not a store-bought tape, but like my dad would go and rent movies on like a Tuesday night because we had one of those, we were in like a small town outside of Sudbury and we had like one rental store. Right. And the rental store, it wasn't like blockbuster. It, they got like one copy of a movie. Right. So if a new movie came out, you might have to wait months and months and months. If you tried to go there every Saturday and get the movie, you might have to wait like a very long time before you'd get your chance to get that movie. So he would go on like a Tuesday or a Wednesday night. And because you had a better chance of getting new releases and he had, we were the last family on the street to get a VCR, but my parents went all out when they got the VCR. Look at that. We stopped talking about trivia and we lost half our audience. (laughs) (laughs) Nobody wants to hear my stories. Anyways, we, um, my dad got, got two VCRs, but they were VCRs that like people were throwing out or whatever. And he just fixed them up. Anyways, he would take, he would get the movies in, he would dub them onto uh, VHS and it'd be like a crappy EP quality of thing of the movie. But I had uh, Outrageous Fortune and Big Business and we, my sister and I used to watch them all the time. Not that they were good movies, but we just would, whatever we had. Watch that's whatever we, was on hand. Yeah. Exactly, exactly. So both of those movies were on um, Disney Plus and I asked Sarah, you know, have you ever seen these? And I, she says, no, and I haven't, I hadn't seen them in like, I don't know, 30 years or whatever. So what the heck? So we put on uh, Outrageous Fortune. And Sarah liked it so much that the next night we watched Big Business 
they're not great movies. They're not good. They're not like anything uh, even remotely um, original. Like they're just, you know, cookie cutter stories about, uh, you know, a big business trying to take over a small little town. And then the other one's about like, you know, the two women fall in love with the same guy and, um, Uh oh, yeah. And then he tries to, uh, he turns out to be a big uh, scammer uh, bank robber guys. And so then two girls come together and, you know, it's like the same, it's the same thing you've seen a million times, but whatever they were. So you're saying those two girls are, are acting like keeners and it leads to a kerfuffle. <laughs> Pretty much. Yeah. All right. There you go. Eh? Look at you learning, learning the lingo. Very good. Well, yeah. Um, you would be what we would call a beauty, Richard. You are. A well, thank you. Um, but uh, what does that secretly mean? I can't remember. It's beauty. It's like uh, an expression when referring to someone or something exceptionally good. So you are oh. exceptionally good. Yeah. Is that really Canadian slang, or is that just common knowledge? I don't know. Yeah. I don't know. Hmm. Anyways, um, yeah, they were okay. So. After that, I said, I got to watch, I got to watch something a little more uh, butch, <laughs> a little more in my <laughs> oh, yeah. house. Enough, enough of these like women. Uh, Bring on the Patrick Swayze movies. <laughs> no, I uh, put in uh, Beverly Hills Cop. Uh, and uh, that movie is pretty good. Holds up. Uh, that's still good, good times. I had a lot of fun uh, with that one. It's, uh, you know, Axel Foley is Eddie Murphy and he's uh cop in detroit and uh his friend gets murdered which leads him to uh beverly hills and he gets in a kerfuffle with the beverly hills uh, police and uh you know and they you know first they're enemies and they become friends and uh then they you know go on to solve his friend's murder but you know real you know fun movie um you know axel foley's like you know just a, a regular street cop he's trying to he's a detective but he's trying to like prove himself and get himself more so he gets into these situations and stuff like that where he has to use his wits and his brains to Mm -hmm. get out of them so he kind of like you know makes up these characters on the fly and makes up situations on the fly to manipulate people basically into getting them uh to do uh what he does and it was good yeah that's a really good movie and what really sells it is eddie murphy's range Everybody remembers all the, the, the high octane, him making up the characters and screaming yes. and stuff. There are so many moments where he's with his friends, where he's like playing it very low, very real. Uh, he, he's the friend who gets killed and then he meets uh, the woman and, you know, he's having conversations with them. He's like a real person. You know, yeah. He's not constantly up to cranking it up to 11. You know? Well, yeah. And I, I found that. that in that first movie, there was always a buildup to him going to 11 like he would get into the hotel and he's like okay he's looking around how am i going to get through this and then he's like Mm -hmm. oh okay i got it kind of thing and then he would amp it up to 11 right that's the step that they forgot in beverly hills cop 2 yeah (laughs) because in that movie he is just at 11 the whole time and the other Mm -hmm. thing too is in the first movie he's the underdog right he's driving this old crappy uh chevy nova he's wearing like all these ratty clothes and stuff like that he's just like a guy trying to make ends meet in the second movie, right off the bat, he's Mr. Success. He's driving around in a Ferrari. He's got the, the, the $2,000 suit on. Now it's all money that he's, 
gamed the system to to get. Uh, right, he, to... he's using that because uh, he's undercover. He, he's trying to crack open some case and he's right. he's trying to get money from the department. He's trying to get the higher level uh, crooks. But the problem is, is that he's no longer the underdog. He's already successful. And when he goes into these situations and he's just at 11 all the time, he's almost like a character, 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 caricature. That's what I'm looking for of his former self of the character mm-hmm. in the first movie. And yeah. it's just a little too much. And it's kind of like a lot of it doesn't make sense. Like Judge Reinhold is one of the, his cop friends. And in the first movie, he was like the meek cop, you know, he was like the guy that was new on the beat and let's do everything by the rules kind of thing. And then the second movie, he's like obsessed with guns all of a sudden. Yeah. He's secretly Rambo and he's got the, the trunk full of guns and all. Yeah. And you could tell that they didn't like know what to do with like that. They had two different ideas with this character and they clash so well in when you, when you go to his apartment and he has plants everywhere, which mm. is, the judge Reinhold character from the first movie, but then he also has guns and Rambo posters hanging everywhere, which is like this new judge Reinhold. It, it doesn't make any sense. It, it could have worked if he were the main character of his own story. And, and you could see like, what is this weird clash he's got going on? Yeah. But yeah, I two takes a step down. I still think it's watchable. Yes, it I, is. I have I have not seen three. I've heard that one's pretty bad. Three is uh, going to be our viewing tonight. So Ooh. two is not bad enough to make you not want to watch three. Uh, what's this? Stallone was supposed to be the lead in Beverly Hills Cop, according to Rocket he was a, Yeah, I've heard that he was approached for it, but he had a completely different idea, and then he reworked the script, and that is what ended up becoming Cobra. See you, Eric. Later, Eric. Uh, he turned it down for some country western movie with Dolly Parton. Dolly Parton, she's still alive, isn't she? Oh yeah, mm. yeah. And she didn't she come up with uh, one of the Moderna? Is it Moderna? She funded uh-huh. one of the vaccines. Like she put, no, her I money, put money anything in. about her in a yeah. while. I just she's I a just hero. She... He's a hero. Anyways. Watch Beverly Hills Cop 1, stop there. I don't think you really need to see 2. It's, but you're it's, going into 3. Huh? I'm going into 3 anyways. But 2 is basically the same movie, too. The exact same thing. Happens. Yeah, they got to get him from Detroit to Beverly Hills to team up with the detectives he met there. But Beverly Hills Cop 2, there's no, uh, there's no Balky surge. I remember that was a big thing, like part of the huge promotion for 3 was that Surge was back. You got to go see it because Surge is back. I mean, the, you know, the like guy you watch on again? TV every week, like <laughs> you could say, just watch him on Friday night. I don't think I need to spend uh, eight bucks to go see him in the theater. Okay, or eight loonies. Damon, Damon Wayans was in the first one too. He was the guy with the bananas. Very short, very small scene. Yes. There's a lot of, uh, oh, that's right. Big business, by the way. Uh, it's a movie where Lily Tomlin and Bette Midler play twins of each other. And uh, some two of the love interests in the movie, there's four love interests, but two of them, one is Fred Ward and the other is Michael Gross. So Big oh. Business is almost a prequel 
to Tremors. <laughs> wow. so they only have a very short scene together. But after they had their hearts broken, they, they fell on tough times. <laughs> they landed with them. Relocated to perfection. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. It was good. It was fun to see those two together. It is interesting when you see uh, actors kind of cross paths in, in different roles. Yeah. Nowadays, it feels like that happens all the time. Well, there's so much media out there now. Well, there's so much media and there are all these, like, especially for things like those Marvel movies where it's like everybody's in them. And then, yeah. you know, they appear in another film together. It's like, well, yeah. Well, look, there's someone from Star Wars and someone from some Captain America or something doing movies together. Yeah. Like what? what was it like 20 years ago it was all uh, seven was it seven degrees of kevin bacon or something like that where you uh, had like you could trace every actor back to to kevin, kevin bacon, bacon. Yeah. But i think you could just do that with anyone now like they just all seem to be in so many I things don't th- i don't even think you need seven degrees no no yeah. all right seven anyways that's it cap. that's my watching so I highly recommend one. I love that uh, truck chase at the beginning too. That looked that looks so much fun. Excellent uh, car stunt work. That is sorely missing in any sort of action comedy these days. They don't do that kind of big, you know, production like that anymore. I don't yeah. think, anyways. Well, even if they did, it'd be like a a CGI scene. Yeah, for like two minutes. And it's it'd funny. Be so insane, everything's flipping over. It's funny too because that. You know, him hanging on the back of that truck in the first movie was like, just like, uh, I don't know, I guess it kind of became like a bit of an iconic stunt, you know, because he's hanging off that door, the stuntman. And they brought it back in the second one, but it doesn't like make any sense. Like there, there are some bank robbers leaving and the, the guy's just hanging out the back of the door for no reason. Yeah. It's well, just, just weird. Recreate. You take when you want to make the lazy sequel, you just take the script from the first one. And all you do is start changing a few things. This this is still going to be like a. There's going to be a, a car chase here. There's going to be uh you know the beginning of the the plot here. There's going to be confrontation here. Change the names. Change the details. Keep the same script. And I almost I almost skipped over this, but uh, Mike from Breaking Bad is in Beverly Hills Cop. Yes, he's the heavy, the he, heavy enforcer. He, yeah. Very, very young looking. Well, younger. Oh, yeah. Than, than what you're accustomed to in the Breaking Bad series. He doesn't even sound like current Mike. Although I think he's putting, he puts on a bit of a voice now when he does those uh, Breaking Bad uh, shows. Hmm. Jonathan Banks. Yes, yes. I do really like, though, when when an actor becomes more popular later in their career and then you go back and you realize, oh, they were in so many different things. Oh, yeah. Trying to find um, uh, what's his buddy there? Uh, Hank. What's Hank's name? Dean. Dean Norris. Oh, yeah. Yeah. He was in it. And then you're like, oh, there he is in Terminator 2. Oh, there he is in (laughs) Starship Troopers. Oh, there he is in Gremlins 2. Yeah. It's funny. Yeah, because a lot of them, they're character actors and they just finally landed that one role that yeah you know well, it was like it uh robert picardo was like that until he became yeah. a doctor yeah. he was just he was just that guy that was yeah. in all the the joe finally, dante movies finally got a steady gig he was also on china beach too which was i think a pretty big show i uh, i know the name i can't say i've ever seen it i think it was a big show in the 80s it was uh well uh melodrama though it's not something we would have watched as kids yeah. 
No. No. Yeah. Um, I, I don't have too much more on here, too. I did finish um, Psychonauts. Yeah, I'm kind and... of... <sighs> yeah, I'm not... Well, gonna, I... Are you going to make me go play that game again? I'll, I'll say this. I, you were mentioning at the end, like, there's a big thing you got to climb on or something. Yeah. I imagine you're talking about the part where you got to platform up and the water's rising. Yes. That was a bit unfair. That that part was... I, it took me quite a few tries to get through that. And what really hurt at that moment, because I thought a lot of the game was really fair, but the camera seems to work against you in that yeah. moment. The Basically, you're trying to platform up this stuff. You got to climb, you got to jump, you got to swing, you got to dodge these things. And then the water is rising. And if you get too close to the water, it restarts. And I noticed that when it would restart, the camera would be in a slightly different position every single time that it that it restarted. Hmm. Like sometimes it would be in front of me. Sometimes it would be behind me. Sometimes you'd start climbing up or whatever. And then it would shift to this weird position where you can't quite see where you are then I would have to make this jump and it felt like the camera would auto rotate in a way that made it hard for me to see where I was going. That part was a bit frustrating. Uh, after that, it, it kind of calms down back to the normal uh, level, but uh, overall just really solid game. Very, very is there, fun. Is there much of the game after that? You know, there, there's a few different things I'm, the ending has like multiple points where you think like, is this the ending or is this the ending? <laughs> right. So there's some battles and then there's some platforming and then it kind of alternates between. So even now I can't tell you exactly what happened after that, but I, I, I think probably there was like a, a fight spoilers out there. Anyone like the butcher guy, mm -hmm. you probably fight him first and then you do that platforming thing. Then you have to fight somebody else and then you have to fight something else. But basically you're, you're winding down. That's it. Mm -hmm. I think even at that point, the game starts to auto save and say like, you know, point of no return. Cause I like, I remember that the platforming in that game was not the greatest. Like it was, it was stiff and it just, that section really showed how not smooth <laughs> there there were times where it was like really good but then there were other times like even there there's there's this thing where like you jump on a rope and then you jump up to stand on the rope and yeah. then you jump to a rope above that and hang on it and then you have to go up and sometimes all i had to do was press the jump button and i'd get on there and then press it again and then you're up to the next one then there were times where like i felt like i had to press that button three four times before he would you know, go to the next level. Right. So I think that there is something a little broken in that yeah. section. And I imagine you played it back on uh, the Xbox, not yeah. online, yeah. Uh, not on PC. Um, so I don't know if they adjusted any of that or, or tweaked it in, in the transfer, but mm. I don't know. Uh, a few difficult parts aside, just... Good game. I totally get why people put up those Psychonauts posters in, in their game rooms. Yeah, it's, well, fun. it's a fun, quirky game. Yeah. 
The only problem is like now I kind of feel motivated. Like, yeah, maybe I can tackle some more of those games, <laughs> but it's got to be on PC. Mm. I don't have any of my consoles hooked up anymore. So you can always download an emulator and emulate. Uh, I'm not going to go that far. Mm. I'll just uh, play what I got. If I'm really motivated, I'll hook up a console. So, is this right? Oh, you watched Dumb and Dumber? Didn't we talk about that already? We did. I want to like that movie, so I tried watching it again, and there are parts of that movie that are really, really funny, but I gotta say, like, still 70-80% of it, I'm just not feeling it. I don't know. I'm trying Uh, to work my way through it again. I've always liked it as far as i can remember it's been a long time since i've seen it although i did watch i don't think i mentioned this i watched uh, liar liar which i yeah. remember really liking when it came out and this time i i was cringing more than i was laughing there are some like really over the top moments that are just kind of like this is a little much a little much I did see that probably within the past year or so. And yeah, it's kind of my general reaction to a lot of Jim Carrey movies. It's just like, eh, it's all right, but then mm, yeah. it goes off. Maybe, maybe my taste is changing as I as I get older. Mm. Not as old as Bill or Joe, but just older. Mm. Food is ready in 15. Oh, what are we having? I th- think Sarah's making, uh, well, they're not hamburgers, they're... They're like turkey burgers or chicken burgers. Ooh, turkey burgers are cool. I, I haven't had a turkey burger in a very long time. Turkey's not easy to find around here. Okay. Well, since food's going to be ready in 15, let's just wrap it up here. Mm-hmm. Let's say uh, follow uh, this this podcast on Twitter at Retro underscore Fandango. Remember, we're more consistent than STC Pod. I think we're still going in STC but I think that they're dead. You're gone. Oh, Sarah says they are. She confirms they are turkey burgers. Oh, nice. Uh, don't forget to get a boner with Retro Friend Dangle and check out our Discord channel. Somebody will post something on there at some point, and you are not going to want to miss it. I'm pretty sure. Pretty sure. Okay. So that is the end of episode 189. But if you want to hear about the dumbest movie I have ever seen. Oh, right. Stay tuned. Goodbye for now. All right, now we're back. Yeah, they're gone. We're back. Anyone who didn't want the movie spoiled from the movie's called—I don't even know if I mentioned the name. Movie's called Sweet Girl, and it's like high up on the Netflix. You must watch. Everyone's watching this movie. You must watch it. And uh, I was in the mood for like just some fun action, dumb action. I didn't care what the heck it was. But put this movie on. <clears throat> and it's got uh, Aquaman. Stars Aquaman. Mm-hmm. I don't know any of the other actors in it. I might have said this before, but I found out that Aquaman used to be on Baywatch. Did you know that? No. Like the the old TV show or that movie? Yeah. No, the the old TV show. Apparently, he he was on Baywatch. I've, I know him from Game of Thrones. He was the Khaleesi's husband for a bit. Anyways, yeah. The when I tried watching that show, uh, I 
remember seeing a lot of stuff about him, like his his picture, his face <laughs> came up a lot, and I was like, oh, he's dead already. <laughs> yeah. But he was like a big character on this show. Uh, a lot of big characters on that show. Uh, don't make it to the end. Anyways, uh, so I watched this movie and the movie starts off and it's very starts off like very by the books action kind of movie kind of has a death wish vibe to it. This guy, uh, you know, it's uh, his wife uh, gets sick with cancer. He's he's um, she's dying. Uh, They only have the one daughter Um, and uh, they have some the doctors like I got some new drug that I'm very confident if I give her this drug, she will she'll have a full recovery. And, you know, he has to go in debt to get this thing, you know, got us, you know, he's got no he's just a single work and single dad work and the one job. So he's got to scrape together the money, get it, gets the, the, the money together to do it. He's ready to buy the drug. And then some big corporate entity comes in and takes uh puts pulls the the drug off the shelf because the drug would make their drug their more expensive and less effective drug obsolete so they basically buy out this other drug and that pisses uh aquaman off right aquaman's like god damn it that was going to save my wife and now if my wife dies i'm coming after you and i'm going to kill you <laughs> <laughs> says this on a radio show by the way meanwhile the mom gives the daughter this this stuffed bunny right and i say to sarah at some point in this movie that bunny is going to end up in a situation where the daughter's going to have to run after it and get it and bring it back and put her life at risk how old is this daughter bunny. she's like um 12 13 Somewhere okay. in that area. I was originally like, picturing older, like teenage. Preteen. Daughter. She's like okay. preteen, you know? And your favorite kind of preteen actress. She's got a little bit of sass. You know, Dad, come on, Dad. Come on, Dad. Dad, you're smarter than this, Dad. You know, she's got more brains than the dad does, than Aquaman does. But, anyways, that's what I said. That was my prediction because the movie was so by the books, you know, it was just like, but this movie is not by the books. Oh, no, no, no. No, it goes into just complete idiotic direction. So anyways, the wife dies. Now he's on revenge time, right? He's going to go after this guy and he's going to kill this guy. And she's like, dad, don't you got to look after me, dad. You can't be running after and killing guys and that. You got to be watching me. You got to be looking after me. He's like, nah, I got to go get this guy. I got to kill. So he finds like this reporter guy who has some dirt. You know, and if the world finds out about this dirt, it's going to be amazing. You're going to take be able to take this guy down without even having to kill him. And, you know, as soon as he finds that out, the reporter dies. Right. So now he's got to trace the, the reporter's clues. and all. That. This is all spoilers, by the way, just in case anyone is listening and you missed the earlier warnings. So he's it's now the reporter's dead. Now he's going after the guy, and then the guy he's going after turns out to not be the guy. There's actually another guy that's like even you know bigger, and this thing is bigger than you thought, you know, and all that. And uh, one guy, you know, so he gets into like a fight with a guy on a subway, and the guy, you know, the bad guy throws Aquaman through this uh, the the glass on the subway, and he ends up you know on the platform, and he turns to his daughter, he's like, "Don't worry, it'll be okay," and he gets up and he just starts fighting some more. All this stuff's happening. 
So eventually, you know, the cops are after him too. And there's this female cop who's talking to the daughter, you know, like gives her a phone number. And, you know, if you're ever scared or whatever, you just call me and all that. And she's kind of on the inside, you know, cause she feels for this family. And uh, eventually Aquaman, you know, he chases uh, the guys around so much. Then he kind of makes a little bit too much noise and the cops mm-hmm. get after him and that, and they're, they're able to chase him down. Cause this guy's wanted by the cops now because he's, killing guys in this corporation as he's working his way up the ladder and the cops are like, we got to stop this guy. So eventually that's it. Moved, most of the movie takes place in Pittsburgh. They end up at three rivers stadium and Aquaman, uh, you know, runs up to the, you know, he's trying to run to catch the bad guy and the bad guy's going to, now he's got to run away from the cops and the cops are after him and all that. He eventually ends up in like this top part of the, of the stadium, the stairs, the, the mm-hmm. you know, the, the, Stadium stairs, whatever that's the called. Upper decks. Upper deck. He's in the upper deck. He's on top of the upper deck, right? He's on the roof of the upper deck. And right down below is, uh, you know, the, the river right beside Three River Stadium. And uh, the female cop, you know, she get, the, all the other cops can't catch up to him. She catches up to him. And she jumps up and, and she's like, she starts talking to the guy like he's the daughter. And you're like, what the, what the, what is going mm-hmm. on? Why is she talking to him like the daughter? Yeah, she, he, she's saying stuff to him like she's talking to the daughter. I'm like, what the hell? And he's like standing at the edge. He's ready to jump in. And then all of a sudden the camera switches and Aquaman is not Aquaman. Aquaman is the daughter. Aquaman died when he got thrown through the window of, of the, the subway car and was on the platform. He died then. And so then she manifests in her head. Aquaman and she's imagine he's she's like a split personality right now and she's like half of her is like thinking that she's Aquaman and the other half is thinking that she's her and so she's conflicted inside so then it switches to her and she's like the one standing on the edge it's so stupid it's so dumb so it, it, it goes through like a, the scenes of everyone that he has killed so far and it's all her this 12 year old girl 12 13 year old girl is killing all these fully a grown adult men she's like you know punching them and kicking them and getting them in chokeholds and all this. I'm like, this is the dumbest movie I have ever seen. Sarah agreed with me. Yeah. Really, really dumb for real. I've never even seen it. And it sounds like the dumbest thing ever. I, I knew to be I fair though, that, to be dumb. fair, this is kind of a similar problem I had with the Logan movie, like a little kid taking everybody out. I don't care if she had claws. Okay. Yeah. Care. But she's a mutant, I, right? That, uh, yeah. Yeah. It's it's in the same vein, but this is definitely dumb. Yes, it's dumb. I, I, I believe you. It yes. is so dumb, so dumb. So what? What's it wasn't the, predictable though. What I was it called? Predict- sweet, sweet, sweet girl? girl. Sweet girl. At some point in the movie, does somebody say, "Hey, you're a real sweet girl" or something? Like no. That? no. Sweet girl. No. Sweet. Girl. Is, is she pumped up on on chemicals from the pharmaceutical company nope. or anything nope. like that? No, nope. she's just... got a little bit of training. Her dad does train her on how to oh. handle herself if she gets attacked, but she's just doing stuff that she, no girl would be able to. She's even driving around in this car, this old car. He's got this old, I think it was an Oldsmobile, and he, and it's like from the seventies, and he can't even. Operate like he can't even turn it off. He has to open up the hood and and turn it off manually at the. He has to manually choke it at the carburetor, and it, it's it's so stupid. Like how does this girl know how to do this? How does she even reach the pedals in this huge car? Mm. Oh, the mom called her sweet girl. Okay, Sarah uh, says the mom yeah. called her. Sarah was paying far more attention than I was. <laughs> 
So, so what happens in the end? Does she save the mom with with the mirror? The mom's dead. The mom dies. The mom oh, dies. the mom. Yeah. <laughs> right. That's right. Okay. So that's how he was going to get revenge, right? If he says if his wife right, dies, okay, he's so get she revenge. dies, and then he dies, and then she gets thrown She's in jail on her own, right? Something. And the the female cop was like, she felt. She kept saying, like, I feel for your situation. I feel for you in that. That's because she was an orphan, right? But at the time, he thought she was just going around with her dad. And she just fell for it because her mom died. But it it tried to have, like, a sixth sense kind of moment. And it was just so bad. Yeah. A lot of movies like that where you... You're kind of on the fence about it for a while, and then it just like slaps you in the face at the end. <laughs> like this is so dumb. Uh, uh, yeah. Sounds like it. It was pointless. <laughs> yeah, pointless. I mean, I, yeah. I suppose if you read the script, then you would like, you know, trying to think of what movie to do next, and you read that script, and you're like, oh, that's a really cool thing, but the execution just wasn't wasn't there at all and could have been that or could have been just like hey i'll sign a contract with you yeah pay me x amount of dollars i'll do a movie for you sure yeah pretty much no one's gonna hear about it because it's on netflix number three on netflix when i when i watched it well yeah the people who jump on things you know what's on netflix right now gold member just showed up i'm gonna watch oh yeah all the awesome powers are on there i i it took a while for like only the first one was there and I watched that. And I'm like, huh, I wonder if they're ever going to put the second one out. A couple months later, a second one came out. Finally, gold members out. So yeah, I should totally watch those again. It's been a, it's been a long time. I, I I think I mentioned this before, but I was kind of like I didn't really get into the groove with Austin Powers when they first came out because everybody was so in love with it and right. it was everywhere and it was yeah. just this big hype thing. And I worked with people that were constantly quoting it and stuff. So. I was like, yeah, they're okay. And, you know, now that all that's in the past, I can watch it. I'm like, yeah, it's a funny movie. Second, yeah, it's, oh, it's, it's a funny movie. So. To me, those are like, you know, great salute to like the old Peter Sellers movies and like that kind of humor that, you know, Inspector Clouseau kind of British, like the British stuff in it. And then, you know, all the James Bond stuff is so cool. Oh, by it's, the way, in big business also, because you mentioned the, uh, uh, Seth Green, a very young Seth Green is in big business. He's like 12 years <laughs> old, but he still has the same face that he does today. His face has never changed. <laughs> Some people just don't age. No. Uh, yeah, the Austin Power movies, I guess they ended when they when they needed to. Oh, Sarah's getting really into the, the plot of Sweet Girl now. Really, the police should have been dumb. involved when the head of the drug company got his heavies to harass the dad, but dumb movie plot holes. Yeah. The whole thing didn't make any sense. It is so, so dumb. I'm, I'm very weary about those Netflix original movies. I, I don't think I've seen a good one yet. Mm. Oh, uh, that's not true. The, the Eddie Murphy Dolomite one was good. Um, yeah, I'd have to look at a list. Action ones. Oh. Yeah. Well, there you go. That's it. So watch it. Watch I it. I don't think you're convincing anybody to watch it. <laughs> I, I I could believe just I just I could believe it. It was so dumb. I, How I, long like, is that movie? I I think it was like Past an hour. Two like, hour mark. No, no, it was like an hour and forty minutes. Okay. I think. Oh, let me see. Sweet girl. 
So it wasn't very long. Like I was in the mood for like just dumb action. I didn't I didn't care. Uh, hundred well, one hour fifty minutes. So mm. almost two hours. So yeah. Well, you got a lot to explain. Uh, lot to explain. I think I'm gonna pass on that one. It would be funny though to have a camera on you and get a reaction out of you <laughs> when that when that reveal is done. Uh, oh, food is ready. Okay, I better go. Mm-hmm. What do you put on a turkey burger? I I I am a mustard, onions, and some it pickles if we have it. Ooh, that yeah, that, that's good. it. Are you going full out bun, like making a real burger, or is it yeah. just a patty and no, 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 served no. on a plate? No, get get nice. the bun, get the bun, and then I, I think we have some lettuce, so I might throw some lettuce on there. Maybe a slice of tomato because we have tomato. Whatever we have, if I feel like it, I don't know. We'll see. You know, I don't really. I'm. I don't. I'm not. I don't want to be a child when I eat, but I. I always like to take the vegetables off and eat those separately. I do that with the tomato sometimes on the fast food ones. That's legitimately messy at times. Yeah, but I don't know. I, I try to pick out the vegetables, eat those as a salad on the side. <laughs> oh, dude, you're, I... you're just in time for us to leave. <laughs> hey, welcome back. Come back. Make sure you watch Sweet Girl, Duke. Mm, that'd be Highly recommended. Mm, no, <laughs> don't do it, man. Don't do it. You're going to love the twist. Mm, now he's going to be sitting there waiting for the twist. What's the twist? Where's the twist? Oh. Yeah. Then you're going to get one of those. Come on. <laughs> uh, all right. That's it. I got to go. But uh, yeah, right. it was fun. All right. Don't check it out, Duke. Even don't. don't. <laughs> All right. Goodbye, everybody. Leave your thoughts on Discord. <laughs> yeah, maybe if you saw Sweet Girl, maybe you liked it. I don't know. I don't know. All right. All right. Later, people. And there you go.